Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. This is Richard Sachs on Lost Arts Radio, and we're here for conversations with Dr. Cousins, with Gabriel, and there's a lot to talk about. The uh, global rulers are tightening things down, trying to get rid of some of our luxuries like food, uh, energy, transportation, stuff, money, stuff like that. And it's forcing a global awakening and a questioning of what do we do. So I think there's some relevant uh, ideas that are useful that Dr. Cousins is going to talk about, and we'll get into that right now. So welcome, Dr. Cousins. It's great to have you here. Well, it's always great to be here. Uh, so I wanted to start with the way we always start, which is a little activation of the spiritual joy with a little dancing and then a little bit of meditation. So that's what we'll do. And I'll also kind of guide people in the uh, meditation for a kind of healing uh, planet and getting realigned. Because the key is that they come back into alignment. So we'll do a little dancing. Where we are in Israel, it's hot. It's 9 o'clock at night and it's hot. So I'm not worrying a whole lot here. Okay.
Now we do meditation. We do yoga and in breath. And out breath. One in breath. And out breath. Yod from the base to the heart. Hey, out to the heart. Wah from the base to the third eye. And hey, out to the heart. And that's two parts of it. The third part is the cosmic energy comes through me. Focus on my eyes for as the energy comes through from my soul to yours. And now we'll go into meditation and just repeat the mantra till your mind's quiet. And now in the meditation.
And now we're just going to go and start uh, talking. I'm just going to ask if anybody has any uh, questions about their meditation experience. Just to check it. So, here we go. I'm just going to start with a little bit of uh, information. And what's important is not the information, but the disinformation that has gone on before this paper came out. This is a paper about ivermectin. And it has been, its effectiveness has been very suppressed. In Andhra Pradesh, people who took it had 97% protection under Pradesh, India. Okay? And then here's a study in uh, southern Brazil, 223,000 people. And they, they found that ivermectin reduces COVID mortality by 92%. Now, just think about what I just said. 92%? And they're suppressing it? A study of 223,000 people is a lot of people. Okay? So you want to say, well, why are they suppressing it? Are they stupid? Maybe not. Maybe, just maybe, they're doing it on purpose. Because if you are told there's no cure and there's no prevention except the, uh, uh, the bioweapon injection, well, then you get funneled like uh, in a certain way. Okay? Um, and then they found that basically um, the study confirmed with the COVID cases of, of, of 45,000 people, um, versus those who used ivermectin, the same thing, that they had a much higher rate of success. They had people who didn't take it and people did take it who actually had the COVID. And those who took it, uh, the ivermectin did much better in terms of recovery. Um, basically, they concluded, and it's a pretty strong conclusion, not using ivermectin was associated with 12.5 increase in mortality rate. That's a big increase, okay? Twelve and a half times the rate of mortality versus those who did take it. And um, in a sevenfold increase in the risk of dying compared to the regular use of our ivermectin. So basically what we see is that Ivermectin made a huge difference. Now, the reason I'm really talking about this 
is to make a different point. My point is, we've been lied to. Now, the previous health person uh, came out and said, well, I know the stuff didn't work. I lied. I mean, what's going on? How does a, a major public health person who's now retired writing a book about it, willing to say, well, I lied. I said, we take care of it in two weeks. It's a big lie, you know. And to admit to lying makes it even worse. But I don't know why they're admitting that they've been lying now. It's, it's kind of like a little strange to me. Um, but this is really what's going on. And we take a look at the, you know, uh, the uh, the monkeypox type thing that's going on, and it's a world thing. It's wait, what? There's five thousand people in the world that monkeypox, and maybe five or six people have died. And somehow it's a worldwide epidemic, and everybody should be in fear. I mean, the question you want to say is, how long are they keep yanking our chains before we get what is going on? That's nothing. You should always be compassionate about people dying. But five people die. I mean, more people die per day in Chicago, you know, on a, on a hot day from gunshot wounds. Way more people die. So it's like something's out of kilter here. Now, we bring another thing. What, what, what happens with the vaccine? I'm going to mention it, what we call terrain theory. Or basically, the shot, the bioweapon shot, actually disruption what we call terrain, which is your basic body immune system. I'm not talking about the immune system per se, but your terrain, your basic quality of health. And as the body degenerates, it's creating more toxins. As the terrain degenerates, then those more toxins get generated, they get called viruses and different things, um, and you get more disease. Um, and that's what we're talking about. Now, we do live in a world of consequences. Now, I mean, there's a karma for creating all this fear and death, but we also, if we choose to take a vaccine, vaccine, the bioweapon injection, there's a consequence to it. And um, unfortunately, even ignorance doesn't save you here from the current consequences. And then they're promoting cannibalism, New York Times, as a solution to the food crisis. Now, that's plain demonic. It's always been demonic in all different cultures. But here they are shutting down farms and doing these things. So what are they trying to do? Okay, they're trying to make, oh, oh yeah, and it's normal for 20-year-olds to have die of heart attacks and little kids that, you know, die, you know, so frequently. The rate of death for little, for kids uh, under five is, is, is significantly increased. I'm not even getting into the, details of this actual statistics is clearly increased. 
however you do it. Now, why is that important? Because people are following very bad directives. And the result is, uh, as they say in Canada, this is different than the uh, study I just read, but ivermectin is that the, the max population accounts for 92% of the COVID deaths. So there's kind of, and, and of course, the more vaccines you have, the more shots you have, the more likely you are to die. So we have three or four doctors in the hospital in Canada. They, three of them died within one week after they took their fourth injection. Three died, young doctors, okay? And then another one died later in the week. So it's like, what? They, they can't read the literature. They know it's that bad. What's going on with the mind that hasn't taken four of these rather than working on the immune system? They've lost common sense. And there doesn't speak, seem to be any spare change. So I'm kind of painting a picture to get to a point, okay? And the, the point is that um, we've lost perspective. Um, you know, you look at the doctors who supposedly know how to read, and all their literature is saying this is really, this is not working out so well, these injections are not good, and you take it and you die. What's the story? And now, okay, here's a new story. There's all the myth about global warming. Well, we are in a global cooling cycle right now. Now, it may not look like much. It's, a, it's about um, somewhere between a half a degree centigrade or six-tenths of a degree centigrade to about a degree centigrade variable around the world. But there is global cooling going on, measured by many different countries. How do we deny that without? But if you're worried about global warming, then they can get you fearful about all these things, and you have to destroy the fires because of carbon dioxide. But the reality is, it's all a big lie. Just take a look for a second. This is a chart of global warming and cooling. It only goes back 500,000 years. Oh, does that mean it's not related to industry starting in the late 1800s? Yeah, it does. Cycles of global warming and cooling are related to the amount of sunspots. And so we have temperatures related to well, this is just a chart of thousands of years. You see global warming, and then you see global cooling. You see global warming, and then you see global cooling. Warming, cooling. It's called cycles, and it has to do with the sunspot cycles that the sun does every 206 years. There's sunspot cycles every 5,000 to 10,000 years of cycles. And it has nothing to do with modern industry or with your car. They didn't have cars in the 1800s. This is another chart of global warming and cooling. So we see uh, 1100 AD, you know, we have warming. I'm trying to get my hand out of the way. And then we have 
cooling, and then we have warming and cooling. It's going up and down, up and down, up and down. This is the real temperatures. So they're taking something that's normal. It's been going on for over 650,000 years, measurable. And they're trying to say, oh, it's carbon dioxide. Oh, and then they're saying nitrogen, which is even more ridiculous, is the cause. So we can't do fertilizer. We have to shut down our farms. And uh, the farmers aren't believing it um, because it's putting them out of business. But the fact is they're partially getting away with this. And by doing all these things that are just plain lies, you know, from the, the global warming cooling cycles to ivermectin doesn't work when you have its 92% effective, 97% effective. It's like they're not like, oh, we misjudged. That's not what we're talking about. They're saying these are bold, bold lies. So what do we do about it? Well, I think what's happening in the world, we're waking up about it. We're waking up. And the other thing that's going on, which is a little bit not as big to the overt lies, is we're shifting back to an eternal perspective versus a materialistic perspective. Because as long as this goes on, well, what do you do? These lies, there's this and that. You don't want to get upset. You want to go inside and move to an internal, eternal perspective so you can be at peace with everything that's going on and then do your, your best job in whatever way to attempt to nullify it. In this case, we're educating like what we're doing here. But they clearly have said out front, we think there's too many humans. Well, I'll tell you, we, if everybody went vegan, we could feed the world seven times over. We don't have a food shortage. We have selfishness, and we have anti-human uh, attitudes that have gone really since the 1800s. Um, and before that, where they've tried in many ways to decrease the population. This is not new information. It's really overt information. Now, there's a problem with all this. It's not going to work. It's not God's will. God's will is be fruitful and multiply. And we just have to be understand what we're being fruitful about, which is we need to be healthy, we need to take care of ourselves. We've talked about those things in different ways. Be fruitful and multiply is what's needed here, but the globalists and the people above them are trying to eliminate humans because they want to dominate and enslave the rest of the people. And if you make enough silly rules, um, you know, uh, then you can do that. Now, let's talk about carbon dioxide. The whole chart. In the whole chart, global warming gases is 
0.004% of the global warming. Less than 1%, less than a tenth of 1%, less than a hundredth of 1%, 0.004. And of that, only 3.5% is carbon dioxide. So that makes it really, really um, a very, very, very low percentage, you know, 0.0001%. So carbon dioxide is a problem, but that's another big lie. But you know, we need carbon dioxide for our plant life, for the plant cycle, unless you're trying to kill off the planet. So we need to understand these people are not stupid. They do know what they're doing. They've looked at the overall approach between 5G and, you know, ruining the farmer's crops and saying nitrogen's the problem. I mean, they can make up anything these days because they have the force of arms to put it into effect. But and more and more people are protesting, and that's good. We see it more in Europe. Um... You know, uh, and that is a starting point for sure. Um, but that's what we're looking at. And it's kind of closing in, and then people are beginning to push back. Now, the question is, when? Well, now. We have to push back now. We can't wait till uh, you're strangled. So this is the, the point. But what we what I'm trying to say is there's, Lots of big lies happening, and, and and people are buying it. There's still people buying it. Um, people have been pretty dumbed down educationally and so forth. But there's a lot of people who just are educated enough to know that it's just a plain propaganda lie for manipulating people and disempowering them. And that's why we have to come back to the eternal perspective. It takes us out of fear gets us back into common sense, and then we can start looking at things in a reasonable way. So I'm looking at the pattern of all these big lies that manipulate people into, you know, uh, a, a basically concentration camp of consciousness. So, Richard, I want to hear what you have to say about that. Really important stuff to um, Yeah, it's hard for people that have been through the regular education system and who watch television and who have been affected so strongly subconsciously from the entertainment industry and government corporations telling us what to think and what's real. It's a problem of blind belief. And it's led to the situation being possible. So I think what you're talking about is that people have to start realizing, take responsibility to find out for yourself what's true. And don't just believe things because an authority figure says it. You know, like a, a doctor with a, a white coat and a stethoscope around his neck, if he tells you to eat GMO garbage, it's still garbage, no matter how good the stethoscope is. And the same thing with the government. And they're really, if you, if you can step back and look 
openly at the whole thing that's happening. It's a sequential extermination plan. Everything that I've seen fits that so far. And I think only the top-level rulers are aware of it. The mid-level, mid to upper-level ones think that it's uh, population reduction and that it's not going to include them. And the, the people obeying them below that are just following orders. And they think that they're going to do well with money and position and power. And the people below that, all of us normal, regular people at the bottom, are just obeying out of fear that we've been taught. And we, the waking up that we need to do is not just being aware of bad things happening in the world, but it's being aware of who we are and what we can do. And we've been trained not to know about that. So, full of important points that you just went over. Yeah, I was just taking the you know broad jokes about the global, uh, what I call cycles of global warming and cooling have been going on for 650,000 years, rather than we're having global warming and you're the cause of it, therefore you have to shut down your life. But it's based on ignorance. It's based on, they're not ignorant, or maybe some the governmental lower levels are ignorant, but people doing this, they are not ignorant. Right. Go ahead. Blind, blind belief. As soon as you look at that graph, and by the way, I'm sure it didn't just start from nothing at 650,000 years. That's just right. what the graph covers. And That's right. As soon as you look at that graph, the whole scam is over, if you know what you're looking at. And what's happening is that the uh, United Nations Connected Agencies, uh, NOAA and all these other ones, are just what they're doing. They, they know those figures. So they use what they call adjusted figures. And the adjusted figures show that you should be terrified because... The, as Obama told the Africans, the world is going to boil over. So you have to get rid of not only your RV, which you're evil if you have an RV, but you have to get rid of your car, you have to get rid of your air conditioning, and uh, basically live in poverty because you're easier to control. And it's all based on nonsense. But the, these big agencies that we're told to respect are repeating it as if it's true. And I think the problem is they, it's really hard for most of us to imagine that these trusted agencies that we've learned all of our lives are working tirelessly for our benefit, that they could be knowingly lying. And one thing that makes it hard to see that is they're full of good people who just obey what they're told. And at the top, they know it's a lie. But below that, it may not be so clear. Well, I'm going to disagree a little bit. So at the CDC, half the people did not get the bioweapon injection. They're promoting it hardcore. 50% did not get the bioweapon injection. Right. So they're, they're obeying the instructions to promote it or get fired. Yes, but they don't believe it. Okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. So if the people within these agencies that are enabling this lie to be enforced... If they were honest, it would shut down most of this program. Yeah, they wouldn't. They would simply refuse to cooperate. Yeah, it's that like 
You know, right. what's her name? Barbara Bricks or Dr. Bricks? Burks, I think. Burks, yeah. She admits that she lied. Yeah. She admits none of it's true. She even admits the bioweapon injection doesn't work. I mean, she just admit that it makes people sick, but she admits it, it doesn't work. It's like, that's the head of the agents, but what about all the other people promoting it, and they're not taking it? Right. People aren't ignorant. No, that's a really good point. It's, it's like people have gotten used to the idea that morality is not really important. When it comes down to your job, making money, uh, what you say to the public, uh, morality is just this myth that people use when they go to church on Sunday. But as far as reality, it, there's no substance to it or they would never do this stuff. Yeah. So that's what we're looking at. You know, we're looking at a moral crisis. That's kind of where I'm going with that, okay? There's a, totally agree, yeah. It's a moral crisis, and, and that's what I'm saying, that we have to return to an eternal perspective, which includes, you know, the ten speakings. Don't lie. You know, don't murder. Don't steal. I mean, that's all what's going on. And it's like, we have to return to those to get an anchor of how to deal with things. Yeah, because right now people are saying, well, don't murder, but that's very nice, but what if you can get away with it and get paid for it? Right. And we're seeing that happen because people... Alex Jones talks about this all the time, and others do too. So-and-so just got caught, you know, per saying this big lie to the public or creating this crime or making money off a massive scam of some kind. But that's where it stops. Too many cases, nothing happens after that. And so these people are getting reinforced that if you forget about morality and just do what gets you finished with your job, you get rewarded. So morality must be fake. So that's that's the problem is that, again, why I start with the idea returning to the eternal principles within yourself that obviously do align with morality, and that starts to shift as more and more people go back to the basics. And that can end this. You know, uh, you know and of course, sometimes when you go back to the basics, as it's going, you know, there may have to be, you know, protests in different levels, like you see in Europe, to get more and more people involved, you know, and, and to wake up. But wake up means just, it isn't an intellectual thing, it's a way of life when you go back to the eternal principles of living a healthy and virtuous way on the planet. Yeah. I completely agree. And, you know, this issue of being selfish, it's normal to try to take care of yourself. That's selfish. But as you wake up, the way you're talking about, you realize that you're connected to everybody else. So Correct. You can't take care of yourself and be selfish on the real level without caring about everybody else because we're all connected. So if you really want to get benefit for yourself on the real level, you have to help everybody the best you can. 
and change a lifestyle that really does benefit the planet. Go organic, okay? Go back to a natural way of living. These things work. They've worked for thousands of years. And it will change it because it takes us away from the monopolies and the synthetic creations that are out there. Return to the earth. Return to the basic ways of living and eating. And suddenly you're off the system, you're off the grid, and the grid isn't being supported because we're not buying Hostess Twinkies anymore. Right. And I think the rulers would agree with you that small farms, small organic farms are essential on many levels, and so they're working on shutting those down right now. Right. They're actually more productive. The small organic farmers are more productive. Per acre. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and they they amount to national security because if you're not importing your food, then you're independent, even right. if you're talking about a small town. So ideally, in a in a really harmonious situation, you would see every community growing food. Yes, organic food. Yeah, and then this is what I mean: returning to the eternal perspective. That's the way it's meant to be. So. The good news in this is this is a massive potential for a positive upgrade. Right, that's true. And and, and I'm hoping that is the way it's going to go. That's why I'm putting it out. It isn't just, oh, how bad these people are and they're lying. No, no. They become an inspiration, a gift of God for us to wake up and return to a natural way of living that really can even take you to liberation. Yeah. And I would also second the fact that environmental concern and responsibility is real and important. Just because the environment issues are being used to kill people now as a scam doesn't mean that they, the environment issues aren't real. You know, for example, science could have as a priority to make everything 100% recyclable. There's no reason that couldn't be done. That's a basic model in nature. In nature, everything is recyclable. And that could be done. Plastics could be, you know, the rewards could be for a kind of plastic and and other uh, synthetic material that completely breaks down in a harmless manner instead of just thinking it doesn't matter. And I know, you know, some of the people on the other end of the spectrum are thinking have told me that worrying about plastic bags in the ocean and all that is just nonsense. And I'm saying, no, it's not. The environmental issues are real, you know, but the way it's being used is as an excuse for extermination. And so we can't be, we can't afford to be dumbed down right now. Yeah, so uh, I think... That's kind of the last point that we want to talk about. We can't afford to be dumbed down. This is a time we have to really wake up and educate each other and educate all the other people. That's really important because people are grumbling this way, grumbling that way, but they're not understanding. We need to have people understand and move from that understanding. Yeah, in a way... The catastrophes that are happening now and threatening to happen 
are made possible by the fake education that we've had. So we need to replace that with actual education. You know, real science needs to come back. Right. I mean, I feel bad for those three doctors who took their fourth vaccination and all died in three days. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to be able to read at that level. And, but, yeah, exactly. And, but, and, you know, what, and what you read makes a difference. Well, yeah, that was the next point. You have to be you have to look at the, the data. You can say, hey, what's the science? I support science. What do you mean you support science? You didn't read the literature that says it, uh, that it's dangerous. Right. Oh. Yeah, well, you know, you're taught in medical school and Ph.D. school, you're taught what to trust. And you're taught that CDC and WHO are unquestionable. And so, and, and what the drug representatives say in the journals is also unquestionable. It's cutting-edge science. And even if chemotherapy or vaccines or whatever, you know, certain really harmful drugs for diabetes, other things like that, if they kill you, it means it might would have been way worse if you didn't do it. Right. That, that's so science. <laughs> well, I think people are getting some idea that Oh, I'm a scientist. You know, um, when they there isn't science here. You're not reading the literature. You're not really looking, uh, and that's the problem. Because really, I think somebody's talking about today. If you're going to have science, you have to have controversy. You have to see both sides. And, and it really helps to not be wrapped up in ego because the yeah. point of a scientist is always to find out, how am I wrong? You know, show me so that I can get closer to what's right, right. Not, not defend what I believe at all costs. Right. So we, we really have problems on multiple levels here. Um, but if we return to the eternal perspective, which includes, you know, the objective reality of uh, what used to be called science, you know, and clinical results because you have computer models that are fictitious. Um, In the global warming thing, you have all these fake computer models, and then you actually measure the temperatures. And then you see when you measure the temperatures, you get the right answers. That's before adjustment, of course. Say it again, please. That's before adjustment. Yes. So it's like we can do this. This is well within our reach. But we need to commit to go back to the basics, go back to, again, the eternal principles within these things. But it's due. That's the beauty. It's due. And it will be done. This can't go on for too much longer, only because the lies won't do. And somewhere along the line, people who have the guns are going to say, well, we're not going to follow your orders because we, right. you know, it's killing our own families. You know, there was an ex- uh, inspiring example of that in some of our more intelligent brothers and sisters in Tanzania in Africa. And they had a, a leader that got assassinated for saying, we're not going along with the fake COVID stuff. And he, so he got killed. And they put in a leader that said, all right, social distancing, 
wear 10 masks or whatever, uh, have every vaccine we can imagine. And if it dies, if you die from it, it means it really is working and helped you. And the, peop the uh, people decided that that wasn't a very good idea. And the ones that were among the first to decide about mass noncompliance spontaneously were the police. So if the enforcers stop, yes. the whole thing stops. Yeah, and I want to say Africa is in way better than Europe because they haven't, their percentage of the of taking the bioweapon injections are probably somewhere between 1.5 to 3%. Exactly. So they're doing much better because they get it who to trust and who not to trust. Yes. Wisdom doesn't require 20 years in school. Right. It requires street sense. Yeah connection inside so the message is wake up return to the natural ways of living which have worked over thousands and thousands of years live in a good healthy way yourself eat good organic food exercise breathe and don't buy the lie go back to your own common sense Follow the uh, emerging of your heart and mind, we call it love wisdom of the heart. And look at the different opinions and see what really is working. So why I started out with the ivermectin study is you've been told it doesn't work. You've been told it doesn't work. It's it's nonsense. Da, da, da. And then 92% decrease in mortality in southern Brazil, okay? 92%, okay? And then we have 97% uh, reduction of COVID in Andre Pradesh in India with ivermectin. So your choice. There's actually more than 300 studies that show ivermectin works, Okay. It's about 80, big, when you add up all the studies, it's about 86% effective. They're lying to you and saying it doesn't work. Well, or maybe they don't know how to read, these scientists. Whatever it is, it works. 300 studies, it works. So we have to somehow take responsibility to either listen to people who have studied it and, and, and care or do your own reading. And pay attention, okay? And then it starts to shift. Don't buy the lie. Be a little cynical. In a good way. Question authority. These are basics of survival in the world today. And that's really the advice. You know, when we want to survive, we have to turn to kind of a greater picture, see the divine and everything, but follow the natural ways that the divine has given us and it does say be fruitful and multiply it does say have dominion over the earth and not let all these uh, extraterrestrial and globalist type of stuff kind of like try to control it they have no right they have no right we do not consent to that and what I did last week in our, our talk I went through the idea that when we feel centered and connected with the one, then we have spiritual sovereignty. When you have spiritual sovereignty, 
you have a clarity to say, I do not consent to what's going on. And when you don't consent, then you can get all the toxins out of the system and no longer play the game. But the, and I want to say the globalists understand this principle. And when we say we don't consent with knowledge, they, they can't go against these, this. It's, it's hard to explain, but they, they actually need your consent to do this. And they, and if you don't get a consent, meaning you don't say anything, that's considered consent. Yeah. You got to say something. I don't consent. Yeah, exactly. So we have choices. We have power. But we've got to turn to the power source, the divine, and follow again the eternal messages. And not the message of the politicians. The beauty is that the politicians, the doctors, I mean, they're killing themselves. Because they, I mean, literally, you have four injections, you haven't read the literature. Yeah. Three of you die in three days. And a fourth of the end of the week. I mean, what a message. Okay? So the doctors don't know what they're doing. And, you know, they, they weren't obviously committing suicide. They just weren't paying attention. They weren't listening, and they weren't. They were going along with the uh, illusion of science. And you pay a price. There are consequences. We have to understand that. So I leave you with the message: is wake up on every level. More than wake up, move to live that way on every level. That's how we protect ourselves and protect our families and really protect the ecology and protect the whole living world. So may everyone be blessed that we actually wake up into action uh, of returning to the natural ways and protect ourselves, our family, and the planet. Aho, amen, Thank you, Dr. Cousins. That's beautiful. And it gives us our homework assignment, you know, yeah. to take care of yourself and from there care about everybody else. Yeah, hey, take care of yourself in, in a natural way. It's aligned right. with the natural principles, not what pharmaceuticals have said taking care of yourself. Yeah, yeah. Do the work. It's worth it. Yeah. Okay, Richard, it's always, it's always fun to work, to sit here and dialogue with you. And so I just want to bless everybody, including Richard, for the good work he's doing. And Doug, who's behind the scenes, thank you so much. It's a team. Have a good rest of mm-hmm. night, cousins. Thanks for being here. Okay. Very good. We'll see you soon. Okay. Okay, you guys. So as usual, Dr. Cousins has given us enough to think about and to work on and to put into practice in your life this week. And he says, take care of yourself. You know, that's that's not selfish in a bad way. That makes you capable of doing good things for everybody else. And if you don't do that, it's really much harder because you're, you need to have a realization that what you're projecting out to the world in the frequency of your emotional state is very powerful. 
and it's harder to focus on that and direct it if you physically don't feel good. So learn as much as you can. One of the great inspiring things about Dr. Cousins and his work is that he's been a real doctor in the way that all the other doctors can do, and many have, and not the majority yet, but it needs to change. And what he's been doing is looking at lifestyle details, how to adjust those so that the effects bring you into harmony with nature and you and the way that your body is meant to function, your body including your brain and all your organs. And most of the uh, so-called diseases and sicknesses go away. And the ones that don't, some of those you understand that they're detox reactions that the body is doing intentionally to heal itself. And you start to understand that which is not at all understood in conventional medicine yet. And the body and the higher levels of who you are are all connected. So if you take care of your body, it helps you on the real level. And we understand that once you start digging into that, your body is a vehicle. It's a conscious vehicle, but it's a vehicle. It's not you. And the same with mind. Mind is an interface to deal with the information that defines our environment and what we call the real world. So if you're not body and you're not mind, but you're intimately connected with them, who are you? You work on answering that, and everything else follows. And I don't mean in philosophy, or belief, or theory, or intellect. I mean, how can you experience that so that not only do you get to enjoy the results, but you can automatically become contagious in a good way and spread consciousness over the world. It's not its not the complex theories that you've got that transform people or yourself. It's what are you experiencing? You know, are you living as your real self, as spirit, or are you living as only body or only ideas? There's something else that the words don't really capture. It's called consciousness or spirit or soul or your real self. And it comes right from the source. And it's made out of that because there was nothing else to make it out of. You're really an incredible being. And it's a matter of changing from our zombie state where we're walking around not just following orders but thinking that we're these little helpless mortal physical beings that have no ability to do anything and we're not smart enough to understand things so we need teams of experts to tell us how to live to go from that doing things that are hurting ourselves not just with the bioweapon injection agreeing to that but so many other things all during the day and night and if you break the trance that's what it's all about that's what it's waiting on and this this test that we're in is a timed test to see if we can get to that point uh, while things can still be turned around and it seems to me that we can and definitely that we can do that without a, without a question but it takes work and it takes being willing to shift your own awareness and do the internal work just to become who you are instead of playing a character that was never you, that you've been playing all your life and longer. 
you can shift that. And there's all these belief systems about it, but nobody's done it on the scale that I'm talking about or we wouldn't be in this situation. So, and that's what we're doing, as I've mentioned before, in Planetary Healing Club. It's been in beta since 2018, I think. And now we need people to join us from any part of the world. If you understand what we've been talking about and that you have to go beyond the theories and the beliefs and the philosophies and the arguments and all that and change who you experience yourself as during the day. It's not about an intellectual understanding. It's like, what in a simple way, it's how do you feel right now? Are you in touch with who you are? And for almost all of us, the answer, honest answer, is no. Maybe there are flashes of little glimpses of parts of it, but if we integrate it, when, when we integrate into it, none of this hell on earth can happen anymore. And it's really in your hands. So, um, my main advice, if, if I can presume to share any, is connect back to who you are. Not in a belief. That's a, a disclaimer. I don't mean fix your belief so it's some kind of new religion or something like that. I don't mean that. I mean connect in on an experiential level. And you'll know when you do because your whole life will totally transform by stages. So anyway, I don't want to go off on too long of a talk. But it's really important that we change things right now. And trying to do it only on the physical level, I don't think is going to be sufficient. There's, there's all these uh, really worthwhile programs of education about geoengineering and uh, poison food and water and air and uh, fake education and fake entertainment and what's going on. But what's really needed is to take the step beyond finding out about that, beyond talking, and take the step to becoming. We need to help each other do that and stop fighting. You know, the, the global rulers believe in what Dr. Cousins is saying, and they're using frequency and emotion and projecting it into the atmosphere, which is more than physical gases. And the, those frequencies of what they're putting in is fear and division, self-hatred and hatred of others, self-doubt, uh, cynicism, despair, uh, desperation. Those are There are people they have hired to project those frequencies and emotions into the atmosphere just like a negative version of Dr. Emoto's water experiment, which proved that focused, directed emotion changes physical matter and other people's behavior and things like that. So they're using that belief, which is true, on a negative trajectory. And it's in your hands to do the opposite. You're incredibly powerful. And all they're trying to do is keep us distracted, and out of touch with who we are, who you are. And if we do that long enough and, and neutralize our efforts, then they get to keep on with the destruction. And that's our choice. So it's not just uh, mass non-compliance on the physical level. What makes that possible is mass non-compliance on the level of internal focus. That's, that's where the power 
of healing for God to flow through you, not your ego, but a higher spirit to flow through you and start fixing things. That's what makes you receptive to it and makes it start working. So, anyway, we're, we're working hard on that in Planetary Healing Club. That's interactive and live every week on Saturday night, U.S. time. But now we're looking for people in all parts of the world. And if you're in Western Asia or Africa or somewhere where the time schedule is not convenient, I'm saying this is important. Get up in the middle of the night if you have to for an hour or whatever. Join us. And if this is something you want to do, or alternatively, do it on your own. But find a way to connect in to the experience of who you are and stop just hoping that you're going to figure it out after you die. There's no no legitimate rule that says you have to wait and do nothing right now. Everything that you think, say, and do, and where your attention is, and the emotional state you keep yourself in, fear, anger, condemnation of other people, even bad people, that has a frequency. And that's what you broadcast like a cell tower. You can make that positive instead if you choose to. So we have a lot of work to do. And whatever you're doing today or tonight, behind the scenes of that activity, you can be doing this. And the reason that's always possible is that we carry around in the back of our mind, so to speak, like a repetitious thought form that's telling us all the things that are impossible and putting out radiated frequency of negative emotion that hurt other people. You can reverse that if you want to. If you get to the point where you realize, oh, maybe that's not silly, maybe that's not uh, unreal fantasy, maybe it's actually powerful, you can join us and do that. So stay in touch. We're at lostartsradio.com and uh, we're looking forward every, every Tuesday, every Monday now, to the meetings with Dr. Cousins that I'm glad you're coming to. And um, there's a lot of educational material on that website, lostartsradio.com. There's also a Planetary Healing Club access portal at the website, lostartsradio.com, or if you just go to planetaryhealingclub.com, that'll take you right to the page. Um, there's also a donate button to help us stay on the air. We need money. I don't know how to do it without money yet. It's all commercial free content and if you're in a position and want to help us, great uh, donate buttons on lostartsradio.com and a subscribe star uh, link is there in the same place and that works too uh, either one of those is great and the main thing is what you do with yourself and we're just encouraging you to please take care of yourself be, be selfish in a good way that means you care about the spiritual level of who you are. And to do that, you automatically care about the well-being of everybody else. It's, it's all one family and on a deeper level. It's all one being. And you can wake up to that whenever you want to. So let's do the work. Um, there was one other thing I meant to remind you, and it's slipping my mind right now. It'll probably come back, but we'll... Keep in touch by posting things at lostartsradio.com. And if you have suggestions for things you want us to talk about on future shows or uh, the Voice in the Wilderness videos that we're doing, anything like that, stay in touch, okay? Let us know. 
because this is not supposed to be just talking to the air. This is supposed to be a two-way dialogue. And even if I don't have time to respond by email to every message from you guys, I would like to, and I read them all. And Doug stays in touch with all of it, too. So we appreciate you very much. And uh, this this can turn around any time we want to. And I'm suggesting now. So think about what your part can be. And, oh, I know one other thing. Um, when I was saying, please give us money for Lost Arts Radio, that's true. But talking to people with a lot of financial resources, the billionaires, the multimillionaires, even if you have no interest in, you know, helping us do our projects, there are a lot of things that are very important for you to be looking at. I'll try to try to make a lot uh, voice in the wilderness video about this soon. But if you have massive resources and you'd like some ideas of where to put them into new educational systems, uh, new healthcare systems, the rise of teaching real doctors, uh, new farming, showing how to make the absolute most of organic agriculture. There's so much that you can do. Money is not evil. It's a tool. And if you use it for life-affirming activities, then you can end this lifetime knowing you did massive good. And I'm happy to talk to you about that, even if you don't have any interest in working with Lost Arts Radio. I have been looking at where resources need to go right now. There's a lot of worthwhile uh, efforts that need to be pushed immediately. New education, new health care, new food systems, new energy systems. There is uh, solar and wind are nice, but there are much more advanced energy systems and the people holding them are hiding, trying not to get killed. So if you have money, you can help that be exposed so fast that it can't be stopped. There's a lot you can do, and if you have no money, you have massive power just in what you broadcast in your emotional state that you carry. This is not imaginary. This is real. We talk about that at Planetary Healing Club. In fact, this Saturday, uh, maybe some of you have heard of Ho'oponopono and the water experiment, the already done doctors. We're going to be looking at Ho'oponopono this Saturday in the club meeting and what the missing pieces are, the reasons that it's not doing what it could at this point and could be massively made more powerful. We're going to go over that in Saturday's meeting. So join us there if you want to. And in any case, have a great week. It's really fun to see you once a week on Tuesdays. I hope our Monday, i got to change my internal schedule. Mondays now. This is the first Monday. And uh, stay in touch with our other videos. And take care of yourself. Have a good week. And we'll meet you here next time. Take care.